Hi, and welcome back to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. This is our first episode of 2023, so Happy New Year to all our listeners. This week we're talking about copy trading, uh, something that we know interests a lot of beginners. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of really cool stuff lined up this year, so um, thank you so much for uh, for listening to us again this year. If you need to get in touch with us, you can find us um, on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, and you can find us uh, on our website, fxscouts.com or tradeforexsa.com. .co.za in South Africa. Thank you so much. Hey, Chris. Happy New Year. Well, a happy New Year to you too, Alison. How was, uh, how was your New Year's? Yeah, I had a, actually a great news. We were we obviously saw you guys in in Cape Town for uh, sort of midway through December, and then uh, came back to Kenton on Sea, and it was it was amazing. We've had brilliant weather and uh, a lot of parties on the beach, so it's been fun. And uh, how how was your Cape Town trip? How was the rest of it? Yeah, today? Cape Town. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's always nice to be um, to fly south of the winter, you know. <laughs> uh, to be in the middle of middle of summertime while everybody up here in Europe are, are freezing, beginning to freeze. No, it was lovely to be down in Cape Town. And then, you know, I came back up here for, for New Year's. I spent New Year's in Spain, actually, in in southern Spain, in Malaga. So it wasn't actually that cold. I actually went swimming on, on New Year's Day, which oh, is pretty lovely. fantastic. Yeah, not many places in Europe you can say you can go swimming on New Year's Day. Yeah, what no, it was nice. What were, What are the temperatures there? In Spain, yeah, it was about uh, you know the air temperature is probably about 20, 21 degrees. The water oh. temperature, the water temperature is actually very similar to Cape Town. You know, Cape Town water is absolutely freezing. Yes, um, even in the middle of summer, so it was about the same. It's probably about fifteen or sixteen degrees. Oh, so it wasn't that different from uh, from swimming in Cape Town. Oh, it was great. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, uh, yeah, I guess we should just get into our episode. So we, this is obviously our first episode of the year, and we have some great topics lined up for, um, you know, for our, our podcast this year. And we'll be talking to different brokers and uh, some traders and other industry players. And we've obviously got a, a a whole host of different topics that we're going to cover. Um, and uh, a lot of our topics are guided by what traders want to hear about. So if you do have any particular topic you want us to talk about, please uh, email us. You'll find our email on our websites. And uh, with that, we thought we'd talk about copy trading today, just to kick off the year. Mm-hmm. So when people first start trading, they often lack the experience and knowledge to be successful, obviously beginners. And copy trading is a good way to get to know different platforms, when to exit and enter trades, and then gain some understanding of various financial instruments. Um, and that's, of course, if you choose a good copy trading broker and then choose the right strategy provider or the right experienced trader to follow. So today we're going to outline what copy trading is, how it works, um, how to determine the amount of capital you should risk, and then how to choose an experienced trader or strategy provider to follow. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll, we'll run through all these things. And as you said there at the top, you know, copy trading is, I think for beginners especially, is something really interesting because, you know, it, you don't necessarily need as much skill and, and experience when you're doing it. But yeah. first we should... Um, what is, what is copy trading? Um, so copy trading is where one trader copies another trader's positions. Um, so whenever a tra- whenever the trader that you're copying opens or closes a position, uh, you will also open and close the same position. 
Uh, copy trading can be either automatic or it can be manual. Um, and so it's kind of up to you to decide how you want to approach it. But before you start copy trading, it's really important to carry out your own analysis of the market that you're going to be copying or, or the position uh, before you commit, because it's still going to be committing your own money to it. And even if you, because even if you're following a really experienced trader, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I mean, nobody's going to be foolproof 100, no trading strategy is foolproof 100% of the time. So even if you're following a really experienced trader, your capital is still going to be at risk here. This is not a risk-free method of trading. Yeah, and that's a very important point. Um, and on that point, um, I guess you also have to then understand how copy trading works. Um, so what, what you'll find on many brokers' platforms is that they sometimes offer both social and copy trading. And although they sort of fall under the same umbrella, they are quite different. So social trading works by relying on social networks and on social trading systems. So when a trader opens a position, they then broadcast that information to other traders on the network, um, and then they can decide whether they want to open that same position, and they can choose automated systems that do it without additional input. And often the primary trader who brought broadcasts their positions has quite a lot of experience in the, in the underlying market or financial instruments. And copy traders often lack this experience, as I mentioned before, in that particular market, um, or they're often new to, to the trading industry as a whole. And uh, this is why they obviously choose to, to copy or um, different traders based on their um, signals, should I, should I say. Yeah, yeah. But unlike, unlike social trading, copy trading um, isn't reliant on the information provided. Um, it's reliant on the actions of a trader, right? So copy trading will copy the actions. So you're not. So when you're on a social trading network like eToro or something similar, you know you can see all these. You can say you know you can see in your network that people are buying this and buying that, and you can choose often. Uh, or as you said, you can automate it. But with copy trading, there's many copy trading platforms that are not involved with social trading at all. All you're doing with the copy trading is you're copying the actions of mm -hmm. another trader. Um, um, and for the process really to be considered copy trading, I mean, the major difference here is that, um, if you're going to be, to be called copy trading, it's usually an automated system provided by whatever platform or broker you're using. It's particularly popular in Forex trading, um, because the price movements in Forex are, are very small as we've discussed and, and constant monitoring is required of positions in Forex. And, and when you're copy trading in Forex trading, it means that you can you could that you can copy another trader's positions and you don't have to keep tabs on the forex market itself uh, the entire time yes and then another another reason people cop uh, well another reason they decide to copy trade as we mentioned before is that you know that sometimes they don't understand or don't know the market well enough mm -hmm. so for an example suppose that there's a domestic market crash in you know a country like brazil and mm -hmm. if you want to get exposure to the Brazilian real, but you don't know enough about Brazilian economics, politics, or central banking policies to make a good decision, um, then you could turn to copy trading and the expertise of another trader who is familiar with that market. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, while you, you obviously hopefully making money on the trade. You also hope to get some experience and expertise in the market that you wouldn't usually get exposure to. But again, as you mentioned, Chris, before committing real capital, 
to the advice um, or signals of another market participant or trader, you should always carry out analysis of your own, even if you are unfamiliar with that market. Um, so if you are unfamiliar with the Brazilian politics, you could always carry out a search and just find out, you know, the basics of, of where, where people think that market um, might end up. Yeah, and, and have a look at other other traders as well. What they what are they doing? You know, there'll be other traders out there who'll be offering with Brazilian expertise. Um, he'll be offering their um, you know they'll be offering their trades open for copying, and see what they're doing. Are they following the same strategy as the one that you've chosen? Yeah, you know, and you'll see and find some kind of yeah. So you can you can see from other market participants what they're doing, especially the experienced ones. You can get a judge of what they expect to happen next. But it's, yeah, as you say, really important. Always do your own due diligence. Um, but uh, with the mechan actual mechanics of copy trading, uh, so in most cases, copy trading will connect a part of your portfolio with the portfolio of a trader of your choosing. Um, and once you copy that trader, all of their open trades are copied to your account. So that means all of their actions in the future are automatically going to be copied to your account. You're going to be, when you open a copy trading account, you're going to be asked to choose a sum to invest in that trader. I would say that in most cases, you sh that should not exceed 20% of your portfolio. The sums used in the trade are often calculated percentage of the trader's portfolio based on how much you've decided to invest. So what that means is if your account balance is um, US dollars and then you've found a copy trader who looks promising that you want to copy, um, but you don't, you, know, you don't trust him 100% because you know, this is the first time. You've, you, so you just decide to invest 10% of your funds, right? So you're only investing $100 if you're $1,000. And then the trader opens one trade, which is then automatically, as I said, copied to your account. Then the 100 you've invested it is, is, is a percentage of the trader's portfolio. So if his portfolio is 1,000, then your investment is 10% of his portfolio. So if he makes a trade for USD, and but he makes a trade for, let's say the trade he opens is, is $100, $100, then you're gonna make the same trade. But that money that you invest is going to be 10% of the money that he's invested. So in other words, only $10 of your invested $100 is going to be used. So always check um, what, what the percentage is. Some sites use an automated system where a certain percentage of your portfolio is invested. Uh, so always, always check site's policy. But in, in many cases, uh, you, can, you can choose what the percentage is before you go in. Um, and you can also add and remove funds. So it's not like you you stuck with a position with a certain amount of money in a trade. So if you like how the trader is handling that investment, then you can increase your funds. And this way, you'll obviously invest more when, when the trader's copied to your account, which will increase your profit if the trade is successful. But, um, you know, with any sort of, um, you know, large capital that you're investing, there's always a risk. Um, because if it's a losing trade, your losses will also be bigger. Um, so we always actually suggest that you keep your portfolio diversified and, and don't invest too much in a single trader. We'll get to that a little bit later, though, about how to choose a trader and how to uh, diversify your portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as you were saying, some, some platforms allow more control than others. So some sites use a fixed system, uh, which means that once you begin following a trader, the only course of action you can take is to stop copying them completely. And then there are also more liberal platforms that allow you to control your funds manually, um, which is kind of similar to what I was, I was saying earlier, that where you can take a little bit out or add a little bit more if you think it's going well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if there's a trade you don't like, or if you think it's remaining open for too long, 
uh, that you might lose from that trade, you can also remove your funds. Um, but as you say, you just need to check the site's policy and check how much control you, you have over those that system. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I would always recommend using something that's more that's more loose. Or I don't particularly like fixed systems for copy trading. But and, and I think most most uh, most good brokers who uh, will will put a list uh, together of these. We put a list together already. Most good copy trading brokers will um, will give you um, yeah give you a freer hand in um, in how to choose your copy trading. And just on that, um, it's, uh, what you what you should also check out is whether the leverage is fixed or not. Some mm-hmm. brokers have a fixed leverage, where, which you know can be very high, that you can't change. Um, so it's also a good idea to check out how much leverage you, you're trading with when you when you open a trade, um, when you're copy trading. Yeah, exactly. When you're copy trading, and most most and and when you're looking through a list of um, traders to copy, you usually say like what leverage they're using, and and as we always say, Alison, like you make sure you you know, yeah, I would I would veer away from the ones with very high levels of leverage. Yeah. Um, try and keep with lower levels of leverage when you're copy trading. Yeah. But yeah, we have uh, we have a few rules for how to choose a, a strategy provider, as they're called. You know how to choose a, how to choose a trader to copy. Um, the first one and the most important one is you want to look for a trader with a proven track record. Right. This is usually I would say a minimum of twelve months uh, on on whatever copy trading network you're using. Um, but the longer the better, as this allows you to evaluate performance of the trader um, specifically through different market conditions. So you'll want to see how that trader operates when when the markets are turning have turned have turned against them. And you'll also want to see how they operate when the market's going really well for them. And it gives you a really good idea of of how well this trader manages risk. Yeah, and how they, they manage the different up and downturns in the market. Mm-hmm. So you want to also look number two is you want to look for a trader who delivers consistent results. Um, so a trader that's delivering, say, 3% or 200 pips each month over 12 months is much more consistent than a trader with six winning months um, of 10% or 600 pips and then uh, six losing months of 7% or 200 pips. And when you look at the historical performance graphs, then consistency is demonstrated by a gradual increasing graph. If you find graphs with irregular spikes, then these are signs of less consistent traders and possibly traders who um, aren't, you know, using their risk management strategies as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah, sign of, of poor poor risk management. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say rule number three, look at a trader's trading strategy in their profile description. So most, most uh, copy trading platforms, they'll have a, you know, for these strategy providers, they're going to have a profile. And is there a clear strategy? Is this an individual trader or is it a trading firm? Right, or is it a group of traders? Is it clear if the trader is using automated trade signals or are they trading manually? Right. So these are very important questions you've got to ask yourself. You want someone who's got a clear trading strategy. I would generally prefer using going with individual traders. And you want to trade with someone who is trading manually, uh, someone who actually knows what they're doing, yeah. uh, not someone. Because I mean, the thing is, look, trade signals, automated trade signals can work, but the problem with, in this case, with the, when you're copying the strategy of someone who's using an automated trade signal, is you've got no idea of the actual skill level of the yeah. person behind behind the automated trade signal. So those those are my G three general rules uh, where where you're looking at this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's very good. And number four, does the trader set stop levels, as I was mentioning earlier, on each open trade? And if they are, at what level are you comfortable with that level? Because obviously, setting stop 
levels of stop loss is very important in managing your risk. And um, then you should also consider the distance of the stop level from your entry or exit, because this will obviously determine the level of risk. Um, if you find a trader that's not using a stop level, it potentially means that you've actually got unlimited risk on your trade. So you could lose um, could lose your deposit, you could lose more than your deposit. So it's very important mm -hmm. that you are comfortable with the level of um, uh, the stop level that the, the trader is, um, you know, and how they're managing their risk. Yeah. And um, rule number five is review the closed trades of the strategy provider you're considering. And what you want to look for is average pip size of the gains and losses. If these are fairly small, you're going to need to consider slippage as well. So that means your actual result will be significantly different from the result of the trader. For example, if, if your slippage is one pip and the trader makes two pip profit per trade, your returns are going to be 50% less than theirs. However, if they make 10 pips per trade, your result will be 90% of theirs. So be aware that there, there will be slippage as part of your copy trading strategy. And yeah, you're looking for larger pip gains. Um, mm. So it's not particularly good with someone, let's say, who's a, who's a scalper. You're going to see a significantly less profit with a scalping strategy than you would with, let's say, a positional trader. And on that note, Chris, if, if your broker is charging commission or spread, which most of them do, then you might not make any profit at all. Um, yeah, exactly. Especially if you've got slippage of one pip and the, the trader makes a two pip profit and then you've still got to pay that one pip over to the broker, you, you, you're not going to come out with Anything. Yeah, so you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, check the commissions as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then number six is you should look at the historical drawdown of the trader and then identify how much their account has been negative. Um, and this will obviously give you an idea and, and you'll be able to predict in the future that this trader will experience at least the same amount of drawdown and probably more if they use the same strategy. So drawdown is a very important um you know, factor to check when you are choosing a strategy provider. Yeah, it is because, I mean, you've got to remember at the end of the day, you're you're putting in a percentage, right, of yeah. the trader's total portfolio. And if his drawdown or her drawdown, maximum drawdown, is larger than the sum of money that you've put in as an investment, then you're going to get wiped out. Well, you're not going to get wiped out, but your investment in that trader is going to be gone. You're going to be down to zero. And even yeah. though their account, their, that the trader you're copying, their account may be large enough to handle that drawdown, your percentage of it may not be. So, um, yeah, make sure that your whatever whatever money you're investing with a trader is compatible with their maximum drawdown. And again, that that also um, you've got to take leverage into consideration big time. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely, because you will be wiped out very quickly if you have very high levels of leverage. Yep. Yeah, and it goes back to what we were saying before about, you know, gradual, you want to see a gradual increase. You don't yeah. want to see these spikes. You want to see a yeah. gradual increase. And um, and the last rule, uh, rule number seven. So if you're looking to spread your risk by following different traders, make sure you compare their strategy and their historical trades first. If these two traders follow a very similar strategy, then you're not really spreading your risk, right? Mm. If you're going to be following multiple copy traders, make sure that you're diversifying, that you're following very different yeah. strategies. Uh, really important, really important yeah. to do that. And this could be um, choosing different financial instruments, could be choosing different entry and exit levels. There's multiple mm -hmm. ways to to spread your risk. Yeah, different time frames, different leverage, you know, completely different markets. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. So make sure, make sure you're diversified. Mm. So what are the pros and cons of copy trading? 
Well, there are many pros of copy trading, and especially for beginners. Um, they allow you to use another trader's hard-earned knowledge in certain markets where you have no experience. Then trading on from that, that point, your exposure as an investor only widens with the opportunity to use copy trading in your investing and trading strategy. So much like you can use another more experienced trader's expertise and knowledge, you can also find yourself in markets that you are not yet familiar with and then obviously learn more about those markets. Mm -hmm. um, with copy trading, you can make the most of your time by basing your decisions on those of traders with proven track records, as we've stated above. And then probably the most attractive benefits of copy trading is its efficiency. Um, when you register to follow a trader's positions, then your activity becomes automated. And if you trust the track record of that trader, then you can literally sit back and relax while the positions are executed without having to do any work yourself. Um, but obviously that comes with, with risk, as we mentioned. Yes, and it's interesting you go through those pros because, I mean, I would say that's also a con, right, um, with, with copy trading. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's one of the biggest pros. But because you can sit back and relax, you don't have to lift a finger. With copy trading, there's little incentive for especially for beginners to do their own research and to learn about the markets because they can mm. just sit back and, and let it go. So it's a double-edged sword. But another con, another major con here is, and one thing that I think is often, often overlooked by a lot of beginner traders, and we've touched on it before, is that copy trading does not eliminate risk. You know, a lot of, a lot of beginner traders go into copy trading thinking, oh, this is an experienced trader. It's, everything's going to be fine. I can just put my money with them and it's going to let it go. And that's not the case at all. There's still, there's still a huge amount of risk involved with, yeah. with copy trading. And it's and so this is why we keep on saying over and over in this episode, you need to do your own due diligence, you need to do your own market analysis. Copy trading does not eliminate risk. Um, and the last con really of, of copy trading, I would say, is um, is that it, it can make you lazy. Um, it can help you get started, uh, but it's not the only trading strategy available. And, and the best Forex traders and the best uh, CFD traders in general are the ones who do their own work. But you can, it can make you lazy. Let's say you know you can get get wrapped up into copy trading, and the allure of the profits um, and and little work means that you can just kind of stay stuck in in first mm. gear for your entire trading career, and you never actually get out, and you never actually learn, and you never actually move on, um, and and create your own trading system and your own trading strategies, and move away from move away from copy trading. So yeah, those those are the cons. Um, those are the cons of copy trading, but they mainly center around. Um, about around uh, copy trading and being easy. Mm. And I think on that point as well, Chris, is that a lot of people, you know, if, if this was a proven strategy, then a lot more people would be doing it. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's it, nobody's infallible. People do definitely, no. you know, everybody fails at some point. So mm. you never guaranteed profits. So um, No, you never guaranteed profits. I mean, and like, I mean, we do recommend copy trading for beginners, you know, and, and yeah. it's, it is a really good way for beginners to get started. You've just got to be aware that it shouldn't be, you know, don't get don't get too caught up in it, and don't don't expect it to be, to be, you know, uh, a river of endless money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess probably one of the most important points is that there are not every broker offers copy trading. Yeah. So there are, um, or, I mean, most most uh, most brokers offer uh, copy trading signals on MT4 and MT5 if they they offer those platforms and on C Trader. But uh, some brokers actually have their own platforms that make it much easier to choose a particular um, strategy provider. 
Um, so we'll provide links to the top copy trading brokers in the show notes, and those will be found on fxscouts.com and uh, tradeparksa.co.za. Yeah, you know, we'll 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 put those links up there. I mean, I do want to know on on C Trader, as you know, it's my favorite platform. They do have it has a built-in copy trading system called C Trader Automate that I actually quite yes. like uh, quite a lot. I think it's um it's pretty slick. It's pretty slick. So if you're running C Trader, you can you have access to that automatically. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I mean, that's a huge benefit of using C Trader. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. But yeah, I think I think that covers. Um, Covers uh, our ideas in copy trading. Um, it's, I think, summarized. Like it's, it's very useful. Um, it's great for beginners, but just uh, you got to keep an eye on it. Like everything, do your own due diligence, do your own market analysis, make sure you're doing the right thing, and don't get don't don't get stuck in it forever. Go out and use use the experience that you learn from copy trading to go out and uh, try your own thing. Yeah, it might even be good to keep a journal as you go. Um, Absolutely, and uh, see what worked for for that provider and what what hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and formulate your yeah. own strategy based on. Yeah, it can um, be a fantastic. It can be a fantastic learning process. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, what are we, what are we talking about next week, Alison? Um, so next week we are going to cover support and resistance, and then mm. we're going to talk about trading strategies that use these indicators or these levels. Which yeah, I think using will be support and resistance levels. Yeah, yeah, no, really, really important. Yeah, basics of technical analysis. Um, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Looking forward to that. Okay, Alison. Well, I'll speak to you next week then. Yeah, thanks, Chris. No, thank you. Chat to you soon.